serving for about a quarter century now, American culture has changed a lot in that time. In what ways in those 25 years has evangelism remained the same, evangelism strategies, and in what ways maybe has it pivoted a little bit? Eric. Well, some things have stayed the same for thousands of years, right? So people's problem is still the same. They're separated from their creator, separated from their father by their sin. Um, and the only thing that's going to solve that is the good news that Jesus came to bring. And the only way that they're going to come to faith in that is the power of the gospel. So those are, are no different. People's problems are still the same, essentially, and the solution is still the same. The, you mentioned strategies, though. Um, how we connect them to the good news about Jesus uh, is what has changed. And that's because our culture has shifted so dramatically. Just a, a, in my own ministry, 25 years ago when I started as a pastor, if I interacted with someone on the street and, and met them, um, and I asked, you know, what church do you attend? Or do you have a church home? They would almost always say something like, uh, if they didn't have a church home, they would say something like, um, well, you know, I, I'm not really going to church right now. I know I should, but, but we just haven't in a while. Now that's different. Uh, many of the people that I interact with, when I ask, do you have a church home, will simply say, no. It's just, so it's not, it used to be that people had a sense of guilt for not going to church, and they kind of knew that they ought to. Now, far more people maybe weren't ever raised in a church, um, or simply have no interest in it at all. And the reason that matters when it comes to outreach strategy and, and, and evangelism strategy is that 25 years ago, 30 years ago, with that many people interested in church, or at least it's on the back of their mind, uh, what we might call corporate outreach or church-wide events had a, a better chance of drawing people in because they were kind of thinking that they should find a church and, hey, maybe this is one we should check out. Now that people aren't as interested, uh, it's not on their radar, they are much less likely to yeah. even be thinking about accepting those invitations. Doug, have you found that to be true? Uh, uh, like a study I read fairly recently said that in 1980, it was about one third of unchurched Americans were church shopping. So they were they were open to things. And that now in 2020, it's more like only 5% of Americans who are unchurched are church shopping. Have you seen shifts like that in your ministry? Yes, I'd agree uh, completely with that. And I think it's, it's not, they're not looking for a church. What they're looking for is answers and the truth. Mm -hmm. And we used to be connected to church. That was what they did. That's what they grew up with. A lot of people haven't grown up with that anymore. But I think coming through COVID and some of the other things in culture, even right now, um, just the negativity of news, the violence, the threat of, of not knowing what your kids are being educated, there's genuine fears and, and definitely we brushed against mortality and death. So the message you know, you're talking about, that's the same has a huge impact because people are looking for truth, but a lot of times that's one-on-one. -on -one. They don't necessarily know how to capture it in a big corporate event, like even coming to a worship service, it comes in conversations or observations. They see a friend that has something that they don't have and they ask questions, or it's those small conversations that lead into bigger conversations. And I found as, as coming to our church, we could we could have this big community event and our own people come. You know, we did Vacation Bible School, over 200 kids, 13 of them, were people that we could follow up on with that many kids coming. But there are 13 people that were invited by our own people that are that are searching. 
and it leads to really good front porch conversations when you do the follow-up. So the need is still out there, it's just they're not looking for church, they're looking for answers and the truth. And when you come with something that deals with death and fear, that's that's very, very powerful and ears are open. I mean, it's a, it's a different study I read, which you're, which you're referencing, but uh, um, in looking at the unchurched perception of churches, it's overwhelmingly negative. It's something like about a third of Americans under the age of 30 would say, would agree with the statement that churches do more harm than good. And yet that same uh, uh, group of Americans under the age of 30, nine out of 10 say they wanna have more, conver more spiritual conversations about things like what comes after death, what's the meaning, meaning of life. How do you think, uh, Eric, then that, that impacts the way churches plan for their outreach and evangelism? Yeah, I, I've, I've read some studies too. I mean, the good news is that young people especially, while they're not connected to churches, they are in, they, like 76% of them say that they want to have spiritual conversations. It's just that they want to have them in small groups or individually. What that tells me is that we need to be prepared and willing to have those conversations, um, not not in a corporate way, but in a personal way. Um, and connected to that too is something that's changed even since our last leadership uh, conference uh, in 2020. People's trust in institutions has tanked, and that's. Um, across the board. So uh, one study showed that I think in the uh, trust in the medical field has gone from something like 70% to 30%. Trust in the media has gone from like 60% to 25%. And trust in organized religion has done something similar. So it's not just the church that's being affected, it's all institutions. And that, and that tells us that if we approach the unchurched as an institution, uh, it, we're up against it. And again, just the, the need to make it personal. Um, and to your earlier point, um, one of the studies showed that uh, young people especially have a negative view of Christianity, but a positive view of the Christians that they know. Mm -hmm. so, so if you're going to approach the unchurched, which of those two is more likely to gain an audience? The institution they don't uh, trust or the Christians that they like? So if I'm hearing what you guys are saying, probably a big strategy shift that we've we've come across in the last 25 years is pivoting away from corporate outreach. Not that there, there'll always be a place for things like mass mailings or Facebook ads, but you can't do those things and then neglect encouraging personal witnessing. So I guess the follow-up question is, that's a that's a heavy lift for some people. It's, they're, they're comfortable giving money to support a mission effort, but to get to know their next door neighbor and where they're at spiritually is a harder challenge for them. How, Doug, how do you go about encouraging uh, your people to do, to do personal witnessing? Well, and I guess to kind of frame that too, um, the, the church is still important, but 
the, the unchurched are looking more for the individuals. It's the individual connections to pastor or the person they can sit by in the pew. That's super, super important. And so just coming to church and be a part of a ministry isn't necessarily the draw. Those personal relationships are really important. And, and just the friendliness and, and some of the tools that we want to put in our people's hands so that they don't necessarily have to be outside their comfort zone, but, but maybe be able to give simple answers that connect them to the past or others that might be able to do the harder lift is, is the way that we're approaching evangelism to just equip them to take this relationship that Bridge has already built, they know them, and then bridge it over to the spiritual and, and allowing them to dip their toe in the pool rather than diving in. Because you're right, that is a, that is a hard ask. And when people hear the word evangelism, they immediately think on a doorstep and they're gonna ask questions that I can't answer and there's a fear that goes up immediately and to ease that down to say, here's the simple way to do it and give an approach that is very approachable. Well, thank you guys for the conversation. It's a good 20 to 25% of the sessions at the Wells National Conference on Lutheran Leadership deal with evangelism and outreach and how leadership can encourage that outreach culture. So I look forward to seeing you there.